I'm Angela Konkin. And I'm your why guy, Jerry Visca. Welcome to our podcast. Inspiring one million whys together. Woohoo! <laughs> so who's Jerry? Well, he's formally educated in architecture, a branding expert, author of 18 books, and today focuses all of his awesome creative energy on helping people answer the only question that matters. Why do I exist? Don't forget, love, I've also toured 11 countries inspiring thousands of people. Oh yeah, I forgot. And Angela happens to be the love of my life. Thanks, love. So, who's Angela? She's a trained life and leadership coach, but today focuses her energies not just on me, but on helping people train their brain through the power of meditation and, of course, touring the world with me on this inspiring mission of One Million Wise. I like to call myself the fluffy sidekick. Together, we're inspiring one million whys in the world. I help you ignite your deeper why, which, of course, I define as the world helped by you. And I help you live it, baby, by training and conditioning your mind. So this podcast is where we thought it would be cool to share more of us and the energy of this big, fat, audacious vision of inspiring one million whys. And how it all comes to life through this magical thing called why time. We'll also share how we do this together with each other, which is what I love. It's amazing. I love doing this with you, Jerry. But most importantly, this vision can only come to life together with you because we can't do it alone. And that's why we're sharing it. So thanks for tuning in. So on podcast number five today, hey love, there, love. we are talking about, well, what is inspired leadership? Are you excited? I am. I'm so excited. <laughs> I guess my first question is like, why are you inspired? Why do you think this is needed today? Well, you know what? First of all, both of us have had a lot of experience working with leaders as coaches and organizations, speaking, and I yeah, just Yeah, but I believe- don't know what the hell I'm doing, so... <laughs> Yes, you do. You always say that, but you really know what the hell you're doing uh, because you lead knowing why. That's why. But why is this so important and why I'm so inspired about leadership is, well, one, the experience both you and I have. But, you know, leaders have the power uh, and ability to influence and impact our lives in so many ways. And I believe what the world needs today is more inspired leaders that lead knowing why. So you think there's an opportunity here? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I think there's an opportunity to inspire leaders to lead with something bigger than themselves. So there's an opportunity for leaders. There's an opportunity for leaders. Yes, there is. So let's talk about what inspired leadership really is, actually is. Jerry, you want to take that one? I think there's an opportunity for leaders to come out, especially after this podcast, to look at what they've built and try to remember what it felt like years ago when that leader said, I know why I'm here. I know why I exist. I know the culture that I want to build. I know the kind of communication that I want in my organization. And that's what thrills me, love, is coming back to that saying, yes, I remember now. Because it's easy to get lost Mm. in just ask Howard Schultz and he'll tell you, I got lost along the way. 
you know, I got lost because I thought the shareholders became the deeper why, but then I realized it wasn't that. So I'm excited in this podcast to share what I believe are the five pillars that will help a leader remember why, connect their team to it, and there's an opportunity for them to truly lead knowing why. So I'm going to ask you about these five pillars, which I'm so excited about. And it's podcast number five. How cool is that? I know. Yeah, that is really cool. But why do you think that's so important for the world today? The world is at a tipping point, and I say that with sheer inner knowing and confidence that one only has to look around and see, assuming we're even here to listen to this podcast in the next (laughs) little while, it's a world that we've allowed to, to thrive through fear. And we can no longer continue as a really as a human race in the direction that we're going. And it's, you know, I often say that it's everyday people. It's all of us. And I think leaders have an opportunity to go back to this. I think leaders have an opportunity, an incredible, inspiring opportunity to say, you know, what, I want to take the bull by the horns. And I want to lead. I want to lead my team with love. I want to lead knowing why. I want to help others around me know why. Yeah. I think it's going to change the direction of our world. One where, you know, at least we're not burning witches anymore. Now we're <laughs> now we're at a time when, you know, maybe we can start to um, get away from dividing the lines in the sands. Yeah, and maybe instead of depleting our world, we're actually elevating our world. You know, I love the times we've been brought into organizations. We're always honored when we are brought in by leaders to inspire. And, you know, I know we're brought in for inspiration uh, by the leader, but oftentimes when we meet with people one-on-one, love, we see time and again how on a one-on-one basis, people are still lost and they're existing in fear. And so I think that's what inspires me around this conversation around inspired leadership. If we actually had more and we helped more leaders lead knowing why their deeper why how the world is helped by them i truly believe that kind of energy will you know trickle down and settle down within an organization an institution a team and so there's less fear and there's more people leading knowing the difference they make and leaders helping other people know this like that really inspires me around leadership and helping leaders with love. So, you know, I'm going to go into, let's talk about your five pillars of leadership. So you want to go yeah, into Yeah, and that? I love that uh, the conversation, I think, from these five pillars will be a great foundation. And it's interesting because it reminds me of, you may, you, you may remember how much I love chalk paint. I, mm-hmm. I, I love painting walls with chalk. And I remember yes, a leader do. sitting in a red our red chair, looking at this vision of these five pillars. It was the first time this leader came to our studio and she looked at this visual on the, on the wall. And, and when I, she said, what is that? And I said, what's well, the five pillars of why, of why power, how a leader can lead their team knowing why. And when I explained that to her, she said, I want that. I said, what do you mean? I want all of that for my team. So I, I think that's kind of neat to, to get that validation of that. Well, and what I love about that story, love, is that as this leader was looking at that visual and that those five pillars, I think I know in that moment that leader was connecting. You would help them connect to something 
deeper within themselves as an individual, as a leader, and what they wanted for others. And so all of a sudden, that visual represented that. It's beautiful. You know? And I think, so these five pillars, the first one I want to talk about, pillar number one, is called collaboration. And again, these are the pillars that really help a leader live that why, connect to that why, lead their team knowing why. It's collaboration is one of my favorites, and I call it a coming together. And the new mathematics of collaboration today, love, is one plus one equals 11. And I love that, I love that symbol of this coming together because we can't do it alone. It's about looking around your organization and looking at everyone. Uh, an example, I, used to, I love referring to uh, what others would call vendors as partners. Mm-hmm. Anyone that is a brand ambassador, anyone that comes in contact with your brand and says to the world, hey, look at them. They're a partner. They're a, there's a collaboration. When you start to approach your business and your organization with a more collaborative approach, I think that's when a new energy of connection starts to really happen, yeah, starts and, to emerge. And I really see that coming to life in what we're doing on a speaking front, a coaching front, a publishing front. You treat everyone in our universe as a partner. As, I love it. Yeah, it's the second, beautiful. The second pillar I call communication, and it's a big one. You know, how are how is a leader communicating its deeper why? And one only needs to look at a mission statement, which is easy to get lost in, in these mission statements that leads with features and benefits and a history versus this is who we are, this is why we're here, and this is what we want you to experience. Why is this such an essential pillar, love? Because communication, think about it, we're, so dis- we're in a disconnected age and there's a greater need to communicate. How do we communicate? By connecting. That's the only way we communicate is by connecting and believing that we need a relationship mm-hmm. with others. I need a relationship with my leader. I need a relationship with, and it's another reason I love certain types of, of cultures like Japanese cultures where I remember uh, going into an organization, love, that I was asked to, to be brought in and I was, I, I was actually moved by how the leader of that Japanese organization sits with the team. It's, and I asked why, because there's no hierarchy. There's this open relationship. Unlike a, another North American uh, team I went into, I'm like, where's the leader? Oh, he's never here. What do you mean he's never here? He comes in once every three months. That's not communicating. Yeah. And then in these organizations, we talk about the importance of connection and collaboration, yet we're not living it. You know, all of these these pillars that we're going through that you're taking us through, love, around inspired leadership, these are all what I see as having been a leadership coach for many years is all of these these pillars that we're talking about, collaboration, communication, um, these are all really wonderful intellectual concepts that, you know, are discussed out there in leadership, but what brings them to life on a heart level is a leader knowing why, leading knowing why. That's what brings it into their heart. That's why I call it why power, because it's a force that moves us, that has this ability to move all of us forward in a way that elevates us. And I I emphasize that power. It's why power, because we're an organization that wants to collaborate. We're an organization that wants to communicate. The next one I call 
the why brand of an organization. And quite literally, it's one question. How do we want others to feel, to feel about Mm -hmm. us? You notice I didn't say, how do we want them to think about us? How do we want them to feel about us? Because when organizations truly embrace the reason that they're here, and I go back to someone like Howard Schultz, and you can just read the book Onward, where he had to come back to this feeling in such a way that he had to immerse himself at a point when they were making more money than they've ever made, but they were losing, they lost the connection to why they felt it. So that's a big one for me. I know there's been quite a few leaders that have inspired you in the books and the talks Mm -hmm. that you've been, you've given, and it's all about the feeling they want others to experience. It's always going to be about feeling because our why is connected to our soul. Totally. Our soul only knows feeling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know thoughts, which is something that's that's connected more to our minds. Yeah. It knows feeling. Yeah. And it's about, you know, and I have a lot of compassion for leaders because think about how difficult it is in a, in a world that is so disconnected and how do we keep our team or how do we reconnect? Yes. So that's why it's an opportunity. Yeah. Let's get back to... How do we want others to feel yeah. about us? How do we want leaders to feel? I want to I want to work with leaders that want to get reignited and on fire and really rediscover the reason that they're here to help others, to help the world. That's the kind Fantastic. of leader that just fires me up. The fourth why uh, why power pillar is what I call culture. Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorites because it's really what is the environment? What is the language? What is the experience that we desire to create? And I emphasize desire because if you don't have a desire, then we're not going to create it. If we lead a talk, you know, I've done some recent uh, talks to Y tribes. If you don't lead with, hey, what are you so on fire about? The leader is actually really quite literally the point, the, the, the front runner that says, hey, this is the environment and the language you're going to use now. Yeah. You know, we're going to, we're not going to tear down people. We're going to build them up. And, you know, I love the whole conversation around culture. We talk about that a lot on an intellectual level in organizations, in leadership, but we don't feel it on a heart level. You know, recently you and I toured an amazing organization and we were brought in by a wonderful leader, but, and we were so inspired because this was a very creative organization But when some of the soulful conversations we've been having with leaders is that this organization is going through challenge and change. Okay, that's the norm in our world today. And so beneath the surface, what's really happening is a lot of fear. And, you know, people are not feeling good. And they're feeling uncertain and unsafe and totally disconnected from everything. And I don't think that really needs to happen in our world, love, when leaders are leading with their deeper why, because you're always going to go through challenge and change. You're always, that's our world. But if we, if more leaders lead with this why power, we can create a culture where we're embracing that challenge and change together. Fantastic. The last pillar is what I call innovation. And it's really using change and discomfort as the catalyst. And that's really what the essence of innovation is. It's a creative opportunity to take discomfort, take change, 
which is what we experience in life, and then use that as an opportunity to improve it and use it as a catalyst. And there's leaders now that are really, you know, I come back to communication. I come back to the language that we use as an organization and the culture because we've created this culture. So instead of looking at it as a, oh, we got a problem here, Angela, we got a problem. No, that, that's, that's fantastic. I'm so glad because now there's an opportunity to innovate. And that's where true innovation, true innovation emerges. And I come back to, you know, using that example of Starbucks where uh, the catalyst for change was truly this company about to fail, about to fall. And that was an opportunity to come back to and reconnect to the roots of why we're really here, creating this, this invigorating third place and more innovation actually emerged from, from that state. So those are the five pillars. This has been such a beautiful conversation on inspired leadership. And I know that as we move on our journey of inspiring One Million Wise together, we know and we love the leaders that we're attracting on this journey that really see the importance and the vision of leading knowing why. And I come back to a really great talk that you and I did together recently at a conference that was packed. It was the lead knowing why talk. And so many people were inspired by that. And it just gives me a lot of hope and inspiration that there's leaders out there that wanna lead with something bigger. So thanks for joining us on this special podcast about what is inspired leadership.